This podcast has been brought to you by Yoni's Art Shop. Get custom art on demand. Follow on Facebook and Instagram at Yoni's Art Shop. Welcome to Ladies Let's Be Real podcast, where women come together for empowerment, encouragement, and support. Hello ladies, I'm your host Yoni the Artist. Welcome back to my show or welcome if you're new here. In today's episode of Ladies at Spiro podcast, we'll be speaking with our guest speaker Stephanie Robertson about self-care, tips on how to practice it, and understanding Stephanie's practice. Hello, Stephanie. Thank you for joining us today. How are you? I'm doing you? good. Thank you so much for asking. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. So today on the show, we'll be discussing important information. But first, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, for sure. So my name is Stephanie. Um, I was born and raised in the north side of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I'm 37 years old, mother of three. Um, I have two daughters and a son, um, Michaela, Leia, and Miko. I also have a fur baby named Mello. Um, she's a German Shepherd. Um, um, I've worked as a light worker, a holistic coach for about three years. I moved to Arizona about four years ago in search of just like starting over, having a fresh um, new start in my career is also personally and spiritually and things like that. Um, and I just fell in love with it. Um, I've also done long-term care nursing for about 10 years. And I'm also a holistic coach um, with side of Reiki. So um, I do that pretty much on the side, but that's really my passion. Um, I've gone to school at University Commission Science. Shout out to Dr. Phil. Um, And I study metaphysics there. So. Okay. Okay. Well, good. You know, you got a lot going on. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, can you explain to me what... Um, holistic health and Reiki. Yeah, for sure. Um, So on the first glance, holistic is um, basically um, parts of something intimately interconnected. It's basically what you would say reference to what the whole of something is, the core of something. Mm -hmm. Um, On the medicine Mm -hmm. side, it would be like a treatment of a whole person taking the account of the mental state, the social factors, um, and not just the symptoms of something, you know, it would actually go to the core of what the issue is. Um, so that that's pretty much what the holistic side is. Um, as far as Reiki, um, Reiki is healing with the hands. Um, and when you heal with the hands, basically, it's kind of like when you were little and your mom, if you would like scrape your knee and she would come up and be like, oh my goodness, let me kiss it and it would feel better. That's kind of like your first introduction to Reiki. Um, but Reiki is a form of alternative medicine, um, which is like energy healing. Um, and so you would just take a technique with palm healing or hands on um, where you would basically direct the universal energy to help um, smooth the person emotionally or even physically. Um by basically channeling in their energy and helping them heal like childhood traumas and things like that. Um, So that's pretty much the the first glance of what Reiki would be. So Reiki is kind of like, it's kind of like a mind over matter type thing, you know, 
like what healing the mind and then you're able to heal your body right so yeah exactly so we have the ability in ourselves to actually heal ourselves self-healers and the power of touch is like really really um a thing like if like notice whenever you give somebody a hug how you just feel immediately like the stress leaving your body it's the same concept like when you're just going in with an intention and i'm saying you know i'm gonna touch you with an intention i want to place hands on you you know in some some religions and some spirituality do they do these practices um in order to shift in energy so if you have a certain blockage or a mental blockage um, or something like that, you would just basically um, direct that energy and release it. You know what I mean? So that way it's just not stagnant. It's not blocking you from growth. Wow. That's powerful. And you're able to do that. That's powerful. Like, I feel like, honestly, I need something like that <laughs> done to me in my, in my life. Like, where I'm at right now, just... I'm willing to try just about anything just to be able to get over, you know, past experiences, past trauma. I'm ready to move past it all. But what you're doing sounds amazing. I definitely want to, you know, look further with you um, after we're done with the interview and and talk to you more about it. I'm interested. For sure. Yeah. And that that's an ideal situation is everyday life, childhood traumas. And sometimes like we don't even know that we need to be healed. You know what I mean? So okay. having um, those connections, you know, we've been taught, you know, through life and in some of the trials that we've gone through, like don't invade somebody's bubble. You know, a lot of people don't like to touch, hug, you know, and things like that. Um, and we just really don't realize how powerful a touch can heal somebody sometimes. Exactly. Wow. Well, like I said, I'm willing to try it out. I want to give it a try. Um, so what made you become a holistic coach? Oh, man, so many things. Um, the universe works in crazy ways, but I definitely resisted it at first. I'm not even going to lie. Um, but I was um, in nursing for 10 years. That's pretty much where I started out around 17, 18. I just knew that's definitely what I wanted to do. I want to help heal people, um, take care of people. So I started out with nursing. Um, that was really one of my first jobs as, you know, an adult is doing uh, nursing. So I worked in a lot of places like rehab, Alzheimer patients and things like that. Um, and just watching my patients and, and give, administering them the pharmaceuticals and things like that. And then just watching their behavior kind of was where I first was sparked. Um, because I just started seeing like, um, all their behavior patterns and just them deteriorating mentally and things like that. Um, and so I started researching, I'm really big on researching and things like that. And so I started researching all these type of things and that's kind of really where I, I got sparked. Um, but then as life went on and like I said, I've had kids and went through a lot of ups and downs and trials and things like that. And that led me to my own spiritual health journey you know where I wasn't eating right and I was depressed I even got suicidal at a time in my life and I just questioned everything and that's pretty much where you know I really got serious about it because it was taking me out of my own character me going through the stuff that I went through and that's kind of really what what led me into my journey my health journey um personally going through it and watching the people that I love turn into different peoples by taking you know certain medicines or you know going mental health and you know as we know African Americans go through so much mental things that we don't even know that stem from childhood you know or even generational um Mm -hmm. so yeah that's pretty much how I got into the holistic coaching because I started realizing you know that 
in Western medicine, especially, um, it's always usually catering to the to the side effect instead of the cure. Um, mm-hmm. I ran into um, my Baba, which is my one of my spiritual teachers, Dr. Valentine. Listened to one of his um, his speeches that he had, and then just went from there. Like, girl, I went from one day just living a crazy life of eating crazy nasty food you know that wasn't healthy for me or being in a sunken place sad and depressed to really seeing that light and it was the longest five years I've been through right as for right now (laughs) and it it, what it changed your life for the better absolutely I feel the freest that I've ever felt it's it's definitely um freed me from from a lot of different things that I had you know put on myself Mm -hmm. You know, I've spoken with like a couple of other people and they kind of said the same thing about what you eat, the type of food that you eat, you know, what you eat is, you know, what you are. So, you know, I feel like that really plays a big role in like your mental health and physical health and just overall changing you, you know, cutting out those bad foods. And I know that (laughs) that's something I'm going to have to practice. And it's, it's hard for me on my end, but it's like... I know that, you know, when I eat better, like eating fruits and salads, you know, getting my protein, the right amount of food and everything, I don't feel a drag. I feel more energized. I have the energy. So, you know, that was a key point you saying that. Yeah, for sure. That's that's definitely the turning point. Um, you, you're that right on the nose. You are what you eat. Um, you know, you yeah. need to live, you know, and if we're eating things that aren't, you know, alive, like, you know, plant-based and stuff like that, then we're not going to feel alive. We're going to feel dragging. You know how they say that you have the itis and you're so tired after you eat and you just feel like you want to go to sleep and your food is supposed to energize you. You know what I mean? Mm. And you're absolutely right, girl. I'm still to this day, I have my trials where I'm just like, oh my God, I see, you know, crab legs or, you know, some bread and I'm just, oh my God. (laughs) You know, I have to, I have to talk myself down. It's, it's definitely drugs have, I mean, um, food has definitely turned into a drug, unfortunately. Um, and the thing is, you know, we have to realize that a lot of these things have been put in our systems that aren't even real food. We're eating things that are genetically modified, you know what I mean? So, you know, we have to do our due diligence about, you know, educating ourselves about what we really are putting in our body known as a light worker what is a light worker so a light worker is um it's it's basically a person that has used their own intuition or their what you would call psychic ability um to tune in and help people um shift their own you're 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 actually helping people shift their own light so I wouldn't necessarily shift it for you I would basically teach you how to shift it for yourself or to tune into yourself um so basically what you would be considered is like some people call them star seeds earth angels indigos you know um but pretty much everybody's a spiritual being and we're just here for having a human experience you know what I mean so um basically you come here for a special purpose and um a light worker just helps you find out that purpose helping you heal um teaching you how to heal yourself counseling you um and just enlightening you to be your authentic self so um 
yeah, that's pretty much what a light worker is. Just somebody that can really just help you shift your light into becoming your true authentic self um, mm-hmm. and find out what your true purpose is, you know, because a lot of times we look at ourselves in the mirror and you're like, oh, this is who Stephanie is. So I, I'm this person and I'm, I'm just describing myself physically like I'm 5'4", I'm this, I'm this, this many pounds and stuff like that. And not realizing that your true self and your true light is within, you know, so a lot of work is pretty somebody that just helps you see that in yourself so that way you do the, do the rest. I went ahead and did a little research you know, um, you know, on a light worker. Mm-hmm. And I discovered that most light workers, they fit into two categories. Mm-hmm. Um, it's newly awakened light workers and retro light workers. Newly awakened light workers, they tend to have an awakening experience splurged on by a life event. So uh, they seem to be able to write in and make big life changes in response to answering the newly awakened call within themselves. Whereas retro light workers have been doing, you know, this work for lifetimes. Um, and as a result, they may find that they have fear, you know, around stepping, you know, stepping forward. Um, you know, they're they're likely to always had an always have had a knowing that, you know, they were here for a reason. Um, you know, that their work there's work here to be done and they have that feeling of running out of time. Which would you consider yourself to be a newly awakened light worker or a retro light worker? Oh, anybody that knows me would definitely say I'm a retro light worker. Um, <laughs> okay. I've had this feeling since I was a kid. I just didn't, I just couldn't really put my finger on it. I was definitely the kid that was like questioning everything. Like if I see somebody getting bullied, I would step in, you know, always trying to find the best in everybody, trying to help people shift and get bigger, you know, um, always with somebody that was passionate about, you know, um, revolution, you know, freeing people and, and letting people be their authentic self and, and without judgment, you know, so I've always been that person as being a child. Um, and I think that's what caused me so much um drama that I had in my own personal life as being a child and so many triumphs that I had to I had to go through um is because I had a calling because you know I was I was destined for I was I've been pushed to this um my whole life you know so um I would definitely consider myself as a retro light worker for sure okay good I know um from reading the article it also stated that anyone who chooses to devote their lives to being a bright light in the world is a light worker the only requirement is a desire to connect with your inner authentic light and having a longing to serve their world do you have any tips on how to connect with our own authentic light yeah for sure so the first thing is um being honest that would be the first thing that i would tell somebody to do um as far as like um tapping into your own inner light is to be honest not only just about your light but about your dark because because light comes from dark you know so we have to be able to be raw in that moment with ourselves and say you know what is it that i'm feeling you know and and what am i feeling it at the rawest degree and that means like not what everybody else is thinking about me not taking anybody else's opinion not you know listening to the to fashion week and them telling me you know how I should be you know really when I get alone in myself you know who am I and what do I like and what don't I like you know knowing the difference between what like identifying what that inner voice is uh, is first of all because when we find out first of all who the 
who our true self is, what what our our spirit is, and where it lies. Um, that's the first conversation. Like I was saying before, is you you you're not only just the voice, but you are the observer of the voice. So you are the person that's listening to the voice that's talking to you. You know, that's what your spirit is. And so you listen to that voice and you take into consideration, like, is is what this voice telling me to do? Is this for my higher good? You know, what is it really saying? And why, and why is it saying it? You know, and asking yourself, you know, where did this come from? Has this been programmed to me? You know, because we don't realize, like we were saying about the food, that we get, we get things put into us on every level you know when we go to schools we're being programmed when we watch television we're being programmed you know when we talk to others outside of yourself you're being programmed to a certain agenda you know and that's even if you're not even aware of it you know that you can be programmed on the on the highest degree you know so just actually identifying that voice and making sure that this a voice that you have consented to because whatever you agree with is true like they have you ever heard that story of saying if you say something to yourself, you're right, you know? So whichever way you say it, like if I say, you know, I hate myself, you know, then I'm right because that's saying I'm, I'm committing to that, you know? So just being careful with that self-talk and really realizing that voice and um, really having conversations with it. That's why I kept saying something about like um, self-talk. Self-talk is one of the biggest things that you could do to yourself, you know, it, it's how you talk to yourself. Are you kind to yourself? That's how you are teaching everyone around you how to treat you. Um, so that's like one of the number one thing as far as self-care goes is how are you treating yourself? You know, are you really listening to those negative Nancy um, thoughts that are coming in your head? Are you entertaining those things and actually believing them? Mm-hmm. Um, if that makes sense. I hope that answered your question. It did. (laughs) Now I know that practicing self-care plays an important role in connecting with your inner light, but why does, you know, practicing self-care, why does it really matter? Yeah, for sure. That's a great question. Um, It matters so, it it matters in so many different ways because for one, um, when you give yourself self-care to yourself it provides you with the insight into what you'll need to do to be the best version of yourself you know like I said you'll get those intuition feelings you'll start really hearing those voices and the positive voices you know that you really need to hear it'll help um, you tune in it'll allow your intuition to help you guide you um, to the best decision that you need to make and especially when you're trying to grow or you're trying to evolve um It'll also definitely give you the ability to hold yourself accountable for your own toxic behaviors, because that's one of the hardest pills to swallow is not only, you know, like I said, your light side, but your dark side and actually holding yourself accountable and saying, you know, that was real ugly. You shouldn't do that, you know, and just telling yourself, being honest with yourself. Um, But self-care also helps you to um, better cope with stress. Um, It helps prioritize um, what's important to you. Um, you'll be able to take care of others um, at the same time as actually just really taking care of yourself because you have to make yourself a self-priority in order to take other, take care of others. Um, I'm sure you can relate to this because you got babies. Um, as mothers, yeah. women, that's why my, my biggest focus is on women, um, is that we have a tendency by nature to always want to take care of others outside of ourselves and always forget to take care of ourselves. And that leads us to be depleted or, you know, just lose all train of thought and not be able to press on where we need to. Um, so just being able to be patient with ourselves and um, realize that it's the most important thing you could do 
is take care of yourself first. That's why they tell you all the time. Like when you go on the airplane, they tell you put your breathing on in case of emergency and then help someone else. Because if someone you pass out, you can't help nobody else. You know what I'm saying? So well, let me go ahead and be a little honest with you. So recently, as I let the ladies in the group know that I've been struggling, um, you know, mentally, there's been it's been going on for a couple of weeks. Um but recently I hit a very, very, very low point and I'm still trying to recover from this. Um, I'm physically okay, but you know, mentally and emotionally I'm not. And it's it's gonna take some time to get to a place to where I will truly be content and happy within myself. But a couple of things that we touched on was, you know, being honest with yourself, knowing that, you know, if you you're doing something amazing and i just want to personally thank you like i feel like everything that you're saying is so real um like i told the ladies in the group i was going through you know a really tough time and i'm going to eventually speak about it when i'm ready but you know you have helped me open my eyes to the importance of self-care um i'm still recovering um from the whole situation and everything uh, physically, I'm okay, but I'm still trying to mentally and emotionally recover. And just speaking with you, you know, it's helped me, you know, with my healing process. I do truly appreciate you. And I really feel. Oh, it's love, Queen. It's love. I'm so happy to hear that. It makes my heart happy. That's why I do it. <laughs> yes. I hear those type of things. <laughs> it makes me so happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. You know, and what I do have a question. What are some ways we can incorporate self-care into our daily lives? Mm, good question. So that's one thing that I did struggle with for sure. Um, being a mama and having an outside life, having to be at work every day and, you know, just feeling like I was being pulled in so many different directions. Um, so this was one of the, the key points that kind of took me a little longer to master. And to be honest, still mastering it. I think that's something that you're going to always try to fight is time, no matter how much. It seems like there's not enough hours in the day. Yes. Um, So for me, number one is I tell myself every morning that I have to make it in a priority. I have to make myself and choose myself and allow myself one moment because for me, I'm all, like I said, for women, we're always like reaching back like oh let me make sure the kids are fed let me make sure the hubby has this let me make sure my co-worker is this you know what I mean and so just to allow yourself for one moment because you know in those those 24 hours that you're going to be pulled a million different ways to where you're not going to be able to take care of yourself for so for number one just first just off top just make it a priority just don't compromise priority um as far as breaking those times down I would say just carve out 10 to 15 minutes you know like when you're at work you get that 15 minutes by law because you have to have that rest so your life this is your job this is your vehicle you know this is this is how you move around so just using that five to ten minutes throughout your day um and I would always start with um meditation um meditation just throughout the whole day 10 15 minute increments even five minutes work yourself up um and meditation just mindful meditation and when I say mindful meditation I mean to really tell yourself in that moment I am in the now 
You know, I'm going to mm-hmm. in. I'm not going to pay attention to what's going on outside or what I have to put on for dinner tomorrow or none of that. I'm going to tune in right mo- one one time in one moment with myself to meditate. Um, and that doesn't mean block out all thoughts or anything like that because the thoughts are going to flow in. That means that you don't allow those thoughts to take over. As soon as those thoughts come in, you push them right back out. You know, not saying that you're you know, scraping another table, but just, you know, hey, I'm, I'm here. I'm right now. That doesn't matter right now. Um, so just that um, throughout the day, um, trying to, I know this isn't very ideal, but trying to meal prep, juicing, eat cleaning, um, yes. trying that one day at a time. You know, if you don't master it every day, it's okay. Let's try moderation first. You know, let's try with what, maybe one green smoothie a day, you know, and then we can work ourselves up, you know, starting our day with water. Just those small little pieces that you can change um, will make the biggest difference. Um, also, like we were saying before, is watching what you take in, rather that mm-hmm. television, which also I would call tell lies to your vision. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the vibes that you're listening through to, whether it be your music, is this bringing me life? Like, what are they talking about? Like, what is the story behind this? You know, um, the words that you say out your mouth, the words that you give to yourself, the words that you um, listen to other people say to you, you know, those your words that's why they call them spelling words because they cast spells you know so what spell are you putting on yourself you know am i saying if i'm am i giving myself positive affirmations um every day um another way is that would definitely help you is to get organized have a planner you know and i know that sounds cliche especially you know um we're like oh our parents you know i don't want to plan everything you know because i'm very you know um off the realm you know i'll just go very sporadic about things but there are that you have to organize there's there are things you have to plan out um so just kind of get yourself a little more organized you know what i mean especially if you're a mother or a wife you know and then um definitely the the last thing i would say uh would be self-pampering yourself um wrap your day up with doing something for you give yourself 30 minutes at the end of the day have the kids go have a snack something like that you know sit them down have a movie and you have your me time for two seconds whether that be a bubble bath um a spa treatment or even meditation again and just laying there um you know and relaxing those those are the things that are definitely going to help you and i know that sometimes we feel like we don't even have five minutes but we have to make it a priority you know because if you don't like i said you're if you don't take care of yourself now you're going to regret it later it's going to come one way or another so choose it when you have a choice don't wait to it's mandatory where you have to sit down and you're in a hospital or you had a meal down to take care you know do it when it's a choice you know and make it mandatory you know just say hey i'm sorry learn how to say no I'm going to say that for the last one. <laughs> no, girl. And I struggle with that. I struggle so much with that because I'm a people pleaser. I'm like, you know what? Let me do it. You know, people want to like, let me, let me help you. No, let me do it. Cause I don't want to go back behind it and do it. Let me just do it. Or if you need help, well, let me just do it. I, I used to not ever, and still sometimes don't ever let people do it for themselves, you know, but we have to remember it's okay to say no, it's healthy. Because you don't want to put too much stuff on your put too much stuff to yourself. And that's even with my kids, girl. I love my babies, but sometimes I have to tell them not just no, but hell no. You know, I can't do that mm. now. You know, just sit down two seconds, you know, and get yeah. because if not, everybody, <laughs> everybody gonna be hurt if I if I flip a gasket, you know what I'm saying? 
Oh, I'm the shit way. Everyone knows if mommy ain't right, nobody's right. <laughs> Period. So it's like either you know we, we just take a moment right now, or you know we might be on the nine o'clock news. So mommy, yeah. you know you have to make it mandatory to say that, and that's to everybody, girl. Mm-hmm. I love my mama. You know my, you know all my family, my my honey, all that. But you know you gotta take care of you first. So. Yes. Oh my goodness. Everything you're saying, I completely agree with 100, 101% everything. (laughs) So let me ask you this. What are some benefits from practicing self-care? Oh, so many benefits. Um, It's so crazy because I used to laugh at people that I would be like, oh my God, they always sound so bubbly. They're always like, you got too much energy. And I've never been a morning person. I would be like, Ugh, you know, if somebody come in smiling too early in the morning. But right. I taking care of myself. I started turning to those people because you get more energy. Girl, you, your, your anxiety, anxiety, girl, anxiety, anxiety falls out the window. Like, jumps out the window girl like your anxiety goes down your mood swings for me mood swings were the hugest thing um I was a random crier just because I'm an empath um Mm. I would take on so many girl it would be nothing wrong with me I would be having the best day in life but I would see you know Julie over here crying and I would bust out in tears because I wasn't I wasn't balanced you know (laughs) yeah I'm the same way (laughs) Like every that's crazy. Like with the anxiety and the mood swings, I'm the same way. I I have both of those that I I'm struggling with, you know. But wow, so, so much. Um, but you also have healthier relationships because you'll start attracting people that are on your vibe. You know, once you raise your vibration, you'll start realizing the people that you always had so much in common with. You no longer have nothing to talk about. Um, you start striving for you know bigger things. You know, um, when you're uncomfortable, that's that's what fuels evolution. You know, is when you get in an uncomfortable space and you're just like, I don't like this. You know, so either you evolve, like Pac said, either you evolve or you die. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which one are you doing? Yeah. Um, but you also get spiritual awareness, um, which also creates balance. You know what I mean? So you don't want to just say you're always going to be like, oh, I'm going to be chipper every day because being um, going into self-care, or spiritual enlightenment, things like that, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be perfect, but you're going to be perfectly okay with not being perfect. You know what I mean? You're going to be okay with that because you're going to be able to weigh out that dark side with the light side. So it's going to give you, it's so and it's so many more benefits than that, that I just named, but th- those are the the biggest things that I seen myself and a lot of my other clients is, is, is those things. Okay. Okay. Well, for some of us who are stuck at home during the quarantine, what are some questions that we can ask ourselves to make sure we're keeping our self-care in check? Oh, that's such a good question. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's very vital at this time because I've seen some things where they're saying like domestic violence and, you know, a lot of things have been going on really bad since this quarantine has been going on. So um, that's a really good question. Um, I would say definitely being your authentic self like I said before that's one of the biggest things to me um because when you're yourself you'll be able to you know go go anything nothing could come for you you know what I mean because you're going to be in tune with self nobody could tell you a lie about who you are because you've already gotten to know yourself um 
And then I would always ask myself, am I practicing self-love or self-sabotage? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You know, is this bringing me life, you know, or is this bringing me death? Um, mm-hmm. The question I would say is, am I doing what I truly want to be doing? Is the, if, if what I'm doing right now, what is consuming all of my energy? Because whether you know it or not, you're paying for that. You, that's mm-hmm. always tell you pay attention because you're paying for your energy that you're giving to something, whether it's in Montessori form or not. Um, so mm-hmm. Asking yourself, you know, am I really loving where I'm at? Because you need to love where you're at at that moment. Um, and then I'll also ask myself, you know, how does this serve me? You know, if I am where I'm at and, and I'm not necessarily liking it, is this serving me in some type of way? Is this for the bigger picture? Am I am I going through levels right now? Am I okay with that? Um, mm-hmm. And then will this decision help me grow and evolve or will this um will I have to use this later to beat myself up you know because we do that a lot you know um, I would say another one I would say is um is this vibe giving me strength or robbing me of my energy when I'm around somebody are they giving me light are they are they just flowing nothing but good vibes around me or are they depleting me is this an energy vampire that i'm speaking to you know like just aware of what you have around you or what you're being a part of um and i would say the other couple ones i would say will um will my choices bring me long-term fulfillment or short-term gratification Um, and the last one i definitely would say is am i standing in my own power am i trying to satisfy another that is very important. Mm. Ask yourself if is this is this my power, or am I taking this from another outside source? You know, um, one of the biggest one of my favorite movies was The Wizard of Oz because, you know, how her fairy godmother tells her in Dorothy, you had the power all along. Mm-hmm. It was all within you. Yeah, like what are you gonna do with it? Like, are you gonna use your power? Or are you gonna go run off and try to find somebody else? you know to, to do it for you you know what I mean just tapping in yeah mm. so okay well that being said you know with some of those questions being answered um when we ask ourselves what are some self-care activities we can do to follow up on those questions like I said first off I would definitely try to start eating more green you know eating more of a clean balanced meal um you know, trying to make sure that you have enough energy and fuel to be able to make it through, you know, mm-hmm. day. and that starts with the fuel. You know, you wouldn't go drive a mile off and not have gas in your car. So number one is to feed yourself um, mm-hmm. and then meditation, self-talk, like I said before, um, mm-hmm. trying out yoga, stretching, working out, you know, getting your heart rate rate up, you know what I mean? So that way you can take any type of uh, physical Um, things that you may have to go through um, and then breathing through the negative situations, you know, really practicing your breath, coming one with your breath. Um, Your breathing techniques is one of the most important things that you can practice. Mm -hmm. So when you are going through those things that you've never been through and you're, you you don't recognize yourself in the mirror, you taking the time to take another breath and be like, I got this, you know, I I can breathe through this, you know, instead of overreacting or even reacting at all, you know, just taking a step back and breathing. Oh, girl, I, I practice some of those those activities and the breathing definitely helps me because I'm telling you, sometimes I feel like I can go from like zero to 100 real quick. So it's like being able to, to just take that breath and just like, all right, calm down. It's cool. Get it together. You know, count to five, count to 10, take 
however long you need, just chill out. Like, <laughs> so I definitely practice that. And what I'm, I'm gonna practice more in the eating because I want to eat, you know, more healthy so I can, I can have more energy and I'm not tired all the time. Because again, I have such a busy schedule and I have so much going on, but. It's like at times, it's like I just feel so tired and so drained. And I know it could be because of some of the things that I'm doing, but also what I'm eating, mm-hmm. um, it all it definitely contributes to that tiredness. So that's something I'm definitely going to practice on. Yeah. Well, you know, mm-hmm, go ahead. With you saying that, you know, sometimes we can also, you know, um, take that as a way to be able to do a barter system with each other, you know, um, if if you're giving this type of service somebody else can give you another service as far as milk or you have another sister that can help you with this and that you know and and just really trying to tap into a tribe that will you know also give benefits that's why i was saying even attracting your tribe is so important and you're evolving because it allows you to be around people that are like-minded that want to grow as well and that maybe you know you can bounce ideas off of you know so that's right oh man well, I have a lot to think about and a lot to plan um, because, again, like I told you, I was just in a very dark, low place last week and I never want to be there again. So, you know, speaking with you today, again, it's really opened up my eyes. I'm going to apply this to my life and practice, you know, self-talk and positivity, you know, all of that. And I, I appreciate you. I really do. So. Thank you, Stephanie, for joining us today and giving us so much helpful information. No problem. Thank you so much for having me again. I love what you're doing. I love what you're doing. Keep going. Thank you. Thank you so much. And ladies, if you're interested in my work or just have general questions on self-care, reach out to Stephanie. I have all of her contact information on the guest speaker flyer, and I'll also put it in the group as well. All right. Join us in next week's episode on the importance of what courage is and how to practice it. Don't forget to join the private Facebook group for announcements and resources. Like and follow on Facebook at Ladies Let's Be Real Podcast and on Instagram at LLBR Podcast. And remember, ladies, share the episodes. If you're benefiting from it, someone else can too. All right. Thank you for listening to Ladies Let's Be Real Podcast. I'll see you on Monday for Monday Affirmations. Have a great and safe weekend. Bye-bye.